Hello and welcome to the Paint Cave. My name is Jay Friedman. I am your host and I am very excited to be joined as always by my partner in crime. He is the Fulham Flyer. He is the Shawangunk Express. He is the Maud Mathis to my Maud Flanders. Phil Vondra, welcome back to the Paint Cave. Good to be back. Very sad about Maud Flanders, though. That was that was a tough one. And uh, I do believe this is basically our Valentine's special, right? Um, I guess so. Uh, the, the last episode that we recorded is actually probably going to be the one that comes out closest to Valentine's. But in reality, gotcha. in real life, this is our closest. So I'll, I'll blow you a kiss. Right. Mwah. That's nice. Um, and I'm sure we'll have a candle lit run and we'll have a nice gel together or something after afterwards. So are, are you just now realizing that Maud Flanders is dead? That that's that that's a new occurrence for you, right? No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I you know, I saw when Ned went off the rails. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a classic, a, a, a classic for sure. Phil, we have a very fun guest that we're excited to welcome in today. So excited. Uh, yeah. for, for another 20 Questions episode. He's a, a longtime teammate of mine on the Mountain Peak Fitness Red Newt Racing Team. He is an ultra runner, trail runner, and a member of the U.S. Snowshoe World Snowshoe Championships team on multiple occasions. Very nice. He runs for 361 Shoes. He runs for Nathan Hydration. Other sponsors include Jonji, Fitz, Boom Nutrition, and Dion Snowshoes, the only choice for serious snowshoe racers. Cole Crosby, Cole, welcome into the Pain Cave. Thank you, guys. This is an honor. I've always listened to the podcast. It's what gets me through all those tough miles. So, uh, yeah, just real honored and happy to be here. We are we are super psyched to have you on. Uh, we were a little bit slow on the uptake after your your great recent run across your home state and. I think I dropped the ball and let you get on a few other shows before we had you on here, but that's okay. We're going to make up for it tonight. Before we get started, though, Phil, who is now currently about to do something with his dog, George, there. Phil, what are we drinking tonight? What am I drinking? (laughs) Ah, yeah. Well, I'm actually just going to chug this uh, sip of sunshine I've been nursing for the last 20 minutes, so I'm just going to crush this, and then I'm going to move on to something else. Okay. Mm. So you got the Lawson's there. So I'm having a mega super pixelated double IPA from Woodstock Brewing. Wow. Um, I've had it before and it's like getting punched in the mouth with a pineapple and then followed up with a mango. So it's quite good. (laughs) Excellent. I am going to drink a Jackie O's Mystic Mama. Oh, very nice. West Coast style IPA that Brian gave me the other day. Cole, what do you got? I had to bring my... uh favorite brewery uh brewery omegang in uh new york brewery yeah um abbey ale um because i yeah this this is my brewery this is my go-to omegang is fantastic great belgian style stuff just really really good yeah i love their uh hennepin yeah the hennepin it's like a wheat ale actually really good i love that all right cheers guys cheers boys Uh, yeah. Oh, that pineapple to the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cole, uh, before we get into 20 questions today, for those of us who have not been teammates of yours for the last several years, tell us a little bit about how you got into running and what your background is in the sport. I like to say that uh, when I came out of the womb, I was a runner, runner my whole entire life. Um, <laughs> of course, that's false, so that wasn't the case, but, um, you know, um, played played sports growing up. Um, 
And uh, I was always that kid that could just keep running and, um, you know, could outlast all the other kids. And sixth grade, I uh, end up trying out for cross country and the rest is history. I've been, been a runner ever since. And you ran collegiately at Binghamton. Is that right? Uh, I walked on at the university of Oklahoma. Um, Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, I ran a lot of unattached, um, at meets. Um, I did get to run big 12s and, and some of those things. Again, I was just happy to be a part of a, you know, a good program and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Running, running for a, a major conference, major college like that, like a powerhouse program. That's an experience in it, in and of itself, I think. Right. I mean, must be amazing memories. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And it, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was cool to see the program really grow. I mean, when I, when I came onto the program, um, you know, we were really looking to be a, a, a top big 12 force. And, uh, you know, by the time I was a senior, I mean, the team was, you know, placing top like, pretty much 12th at nationals for men. Wow. Um, so yeah, really turned it around. When did you move into kind of the trail and ultra scene? I mean, you still have your your toe in the road scene a little bit somewhat, but uh, in the last several years, certainly you've made a name for yourself on the trails. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think for me, like I, I've always loved the trails. I mean, um, after graduating from the University of Oklahoma, I kind of got into like short distance trail. Um, and then moving back out east, you know, meeting a guy named Ian Golden. I mean, he was really one to be instrumental for pushing me to run the ultra marathon trail races, you know, Mm -hmm. Cayuga trails was really a big, big race for me. Virgil Crest was also kind of a, um, really my first kind of foray into, um, trail ultra marathon running. And, you know, I, I caught the bug and the rest is history. I remember reading one of your blog posts a few years back about, I think it was the first time at Virgil, which was that, that sounded like an eye opening experience for sure. Like that was a baptism by fire into the world of, of trail ultras. Yeah, it was. I love, love Virgil. Virgil Crest, that's one of my favorites. Supposed to be coming back, theoretically, maybe. I know. If it's that's theoretically the maybe happening, sign me up. That would be awesome. That would be great. Cole, before we get to the 20 questions portion, I wanted to talk to you a little about the reason that you were on a bunch of podcasts recently. You've done some some big FKT solo type efforts during the uh, during the pandemic, during the the you know, lack of races and everything else. Uh, and, and you had a really big one recently. Tell us a little bit about the run across New Jersey, how that came about and how you kind of came up with that idea and, and how it went. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, was really looking for a, uh, pretty monumental challenge, right? Um, I mean, never having officially finished a hundred miler and then just kind of committing to running about double the distance. Um, I just, I felt like there is something that I wanted to prove to myself and then to, to others out there. Um, cause I, I know that I've been putting in the work for a long, long time and I knew that there was, there is that potential to really stick it. And, uh, um, I wanted, I wanted the challenge that was going to be, you know, something that could put some hair on your chest. That would be really <laughs> something I would, uh, keep me up at night more or less. And, um, it was just the it, it, the stars really aligned for the whole thing. I mean, um, you know, it was totally an incredible experience. It was a turning point for me. I, I feel like I'm a totally different person having run 197 miles from the northern part of New Jersey all the way down to Cape May. So, how did you come up with the route? Um, a lot of it was um, 
from the running the New Jersey 184 documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, they pretty much just did it by like the Google Maps walking directions. Okay, right. Um, and I pretty much, funny enough, like I pretty much followed that. Like virtually, I had my phone with me with like you know battery banks, like all, all the long cords and all that stuff. And I ran ran with my phone in my hand like the whole entire time, um, which was definitely awkward. Um, yeah. But you know it allowed for me to just make sure that I was staying on course, even when I was tired and delirious and all that stuff. So like virtually I'd be running and be like, turn right onto spring street and be like, all right, I'm turning around to spring street, you know? <laughs> so, um, it was cool. I I'm, I'm glad I did it that way. Um, in a way I kind of felt like I was a trailblazer, right? Like kind of, sure. um, but it's, it's cool now because I think anyone can kind of take the route that I did and then take the file and pretty much set it to their watch and off they go. Right. Right. And you started at, at High Point at the Monument, right? The highest point in the state. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. We're, so are you, uh, are you planning on Vol State now? <laughs> no. Why not? <laughs> I, I think you'd really, really enjoy it. I think it would be a great challenge for you. I think you do really well. I mean, that 198 miles in 44 hours, was it? That's quick. I mean, that's for, the, you know, sort of cross-state running. That's, that's quick. So well, I think you should you, put Phil. it on your radar, you know? maybe i need i need more i need to run like bad water i need some i need some yeah. training before i commit to uh to vol state um there is a there is an event that's like in the adirondacks area that's like um i think tim hardy sent it send a link to me it's like i think it's like 300 something odd miles and it oh, runs right. from like niagara falls to like to the edge of new york in the adirondacks that that, yeah. that i do that that sounds awesome yeah yeah um but yeah, I don't think I'm there yet. Vol State, that's, I have mad respect for everyone that does that. I think you do great. Event. And I think you'd acclimatize better than you think. I mean, I hate running in the heat, but I kind of managed to do it. And it, I didn't actually find it too bad. I mean, you know, I think I think you do well. But anyway, maybe maybe next year. But uh, yeah, you should put exactly it on your radar. It'll be, be a good one. Well, we got to talk to Laz and see what he thinks. <laughs> He'll definitely want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he loves encouraging crazy shit. <laughs> um, Cole, having never done a hundred before, did I mean was there, you know, stepping into that degree of the unknown? Uh, I mean, w- was there a lot of trepidation? Was there fear going in, or were you just really excited and and you knew what was what you were capable of? No, I I, I felt like I knew I was ready. Um, the those races I'd run hundred miles, I had dropped at like I. I dropped with them kind of with injuries to mm-hmm. where like, it just didn't seem like I could keep going on. But physically, if those injuries weren't there, I would have, even if I had a crawl, I would have made it to the finish line mm-hmm. under the cutoffs. Um, so I knew the hundred mile distance wasn't daunting to me. You know, I mean, moving forward, I have aspirations of trying to put up some good performances at that distance, uh, hopefully in the next couple of years. Um, but yeah, it, you know, I don't, feel like I was I was worried about that um I I looked at it my mind was kind of like it's distance is just a number and after running New Jersey like I I believe that more than ever um I think when we really worry about like what what that number is it just it can ruin things for us just know that if you're positive and that you uh you know take care of yourself like you you can just keep going forever pretty yeah. much i think yeah you know as humans we're, we can do pretty incredible things so yeah i think if you break it down as well like section to section that just really helps as well even if it's like to the next lamppost to the end of the road like you know to the next town the the, the thing at vol state that really helped me was just like i didn't think of the whole thing i just thought 
pretty much of like running down to the end of the road, turning right, running to the next set, you know, like to the next town where there was water, you know, rather than thinking of the whole, the, like the whole overall distance, just breaking it down really helped. Yeah. You know, it made it very manageable. Yeah. And I will say like this run was really mentally, it was very difficult because like you're, you're running through open roads, right? It's not a ra- It's not really a race course. Like when it's actually happening. Neither fall um, state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which that, that has its own challenges in of itself. Like, I mean, um, you know, I look at like some of Candace Burt's races and, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm there yet, but I read some of those descriptions. I'm like, you know what? I feel like mentally that would be a lot easier knowing I only have say 10 miles before this sleeping station and that kind of stuff. Right. And you're kind of in, you know, on trail kind of in nature, you're not having to deal with people that could just, you know, come out of nowhere and almost sideswipe you or whatever right. it could be. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, I, again, the competitors of all state, it just, that, that event is crazy. Yeah. Just crazy. Um, we've had a lot of snow so far this winter. How is snowshoe season going for you? Um, I haven't really tapped into snowshoeing yet a whole lot. I mean, I did a little bit before the running across New Jersey. Um, you know, I unfortunately sustained a slight injury. I kind of like had a slight muscle tear. So I've just been taking things really easy. Um, the good, the good news is, is that I've, you know, healed up a lot quicker than I think what like my, um, doctors that were saying and all that kind of stuff, but I'm not going to push anything. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'm at a point where I'm gradually building fitness. Um, you know, I don't want to re-injure myself. So snowshoeing is on hold for right now. Okay. Um, but hopefully in the next month I can maybe, if there's still snow, I could throw, throw them on and see what happens. Okay. But you're not, you're not planning on worlds this year then? Well, worlds is in, um, August. Worlds in, in August, Argentina. Southern hemisphere. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So, so there's plenty of time to kind of, you know, prepare and that kind of stuff. Oh, excellent. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough, Jay. It's tough. I'm, I'm every yeah. day I go out and go for a run. I'm like, yeah, I wish I could throw snowshoes on right now, but it's um yeah yeah no you gotta be smart you gotta be smart you gotta gotta be smart a lot lot of races coming all right all right so i don't want to you know tread over too much of the ground that you've that you've um trod on regarding the recent your recent exploits on on multiple other great interviews that you've had we're gonna we wanted to bring you on for 20 questions because 20 questions is one of the things that we've been doing for people who have done a lot of podcasts and and have kind of maybe told the same stories over and over and, and we don't want to rehash all that stuff. And, you know, if somebody's already listened to you two or three times, we wanted to, you know, break some new ground, so to speak, and, you know, ask some questions that maybe you don't normally get asked. I know you've, you've heard the, the format before and probably uh, are going to recognize a lot of the questions from, from previous episodes. That's cool. We do, we do need to add some questions to the question bank, but uh, we mix it up a little bit. Yeah, but we've got to, I'm sure that uh, whilst Cole was running across New Jersey, he had 20 questions on repeat, you know, I mean, of course, <laughs> that's what spurred him on to a 44-hour run. He wanted to, to make it end. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> I, so I'd, he, like to say, I'd like to say that that was the case, but I honestly didn't listen to any music or any podcast, really. The uh, whole time. The whole time. Yeah. That's because you, <laughs> okay. had, you had Thorpe with you there. That's right. Listen <laughs> to him, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I posted something when, when the pictures were going up on Instagram, I'm like, man, that dude will just do anything. Like, all you have to do is say, <laughs> I'm doing X, Y, Z. And he's like, yeah, sounds good. He's like, I'm in. Yeah. 
we do know a good fair share of nutters in this area so <laughs> yeah. it's yes, always good yes, <laughs> hey i'm gonna do something crazy and i want to join me 20 people sign up all right, so we got our 20 questions. I think we got a pretty good list here. Phil, you want to start us off? All right, I'm going in there. Um, what's your favorite race? That's the worst question because I haven't. I don't know if I've run my favorite race yet. Oh, your favorite <laughs> race so far then? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm torn. Let's do, let's do two. I'm torn between two. So just the Virgil Crest Ultras. Um, I absolutely just love that that race after moving to Portland, New York. And, um, you know, those trails pretty much were like my hometown trails, right? Yeah. Um, so I love that race. That's by far my probably my ultimate favorite. And then also for a road event, the Cam Lake 50, that was kind of um, a breakout race for me, you know? Yeah. Just showing up with a Walmart watch, not knowing anything about, <laughs> you know, pacing nice. and that kind of stuff in the ultra yeah. world. And I pop a 547 so that's great um yeah and that course is beautiful too so nice. I'd, I'd like to go back there one day cool yeah i've heard good stuff about uh virgil crest hopefully hopefully it happens so yeah I, I did i did a lot of those trails at i'm trying to remember the name of there was a trail marathon up there in on a lot of those same trails uh, a few years back that i did and it was it was they were fun they were you know very similar obviously to what you see at cayuga minus the stairs but you know, like technical, but runnable, a lot of climbing, but you can run a lot of the climbs. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, it's definitely Finger Lakes trail running, but not, you know, burly Catskill stuff. It's, it's, it actually hits that sweet spot pretty well. It's, it's a fun, it's a fun area, but hard. I mean, really hard. Okay. So you said, Cole, maybe you haven't run your favorite uh, race yet. What's your, what's your bucket list race? Um, after running New Jersey, I, I've discovered that there's a bunch, but probably the one when I first got into ultra running in 2012, it has to be the four deserts race series hundred percent. Really? Um, wow. Yeah. Like I would love, uh, financially if I could, if I could do it in time wise, if I could do it, I'd love to do like the grand slam where you run all four events yeah. in a calendar yeah. year. Wow. Um, I but, just watched a documentary desert runners and, yeah. uh, it's cool. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, there's nothing like that, right? I mean, you've no experience of it. It's so hard to, I mean, well, we don't have any deserts in New York, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it looks insanely cool. And then you finish up in, is it uh, Antarctica? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nuts. Dude, that's, that's a good answer. I like it. Yeah. Go ahead, Phil. Question three. Um, okay. So you're getting ready for your race. What's your pre-race meal? What do you like to eat? Uh, usually it's um, either salmon or pizza. Okay. I like I like that. Pizza is always a good answer. I guess salmon pizza is probably the, 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 the key. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's those omega, omega-3s, right? You'll get, you'll get a thumbs up from Jay on pizza every single time. I mean, you could probably answer pizza to any question, and Jay would be like, that's yeah. the right answer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. What's your favorite like album? Pizza. <laughs> absolutely the there right answer <laughs> there you go well, and, and guys i gotta tell you too so like before running new jersey we ended up eating um uh, jersey mike subs and i was starving right. and it's and i'm i'm sweating and i'm so nervous and all this stuff and you know um i ended up walking over from our hotel to like a local pizzeria that was in the shopping center and i i order i look at the slices and i size them up i'm like oh they're not that bad and i ordered two slices and they were like the size of like um like 
full-fledged like huge pillows like they were just massive and i'm like i'm like hit i'm not gonna be able to eat this and uh i i stomached like half of a slice and um those people that were in milford pennsylvania well they got some extra pizza in the uh in our room so right <laughs> you know awesome. what though what when you do vol state in a few years time you'll be stuffing that pizza in your pack to pull out in like 10 hours later to be like oh i've got like a pizza slice jammed in my pack somewhere i'll dig it out we have like a burger and fries on top of it so how, how have you not I mean, come up to the new paul's pizza challenge yet i have no idea what he's gonna paul's win by is. a margin what? yeah he would you would win pretty easily yeah probably. we don't we don't need him showing up for it he'll crush us I don't know. Lemos, Lemos could give him a run, maybe. That dude, he put yeah. up a pretty impressive performance last year. You haven't, I, yeah, he'll, he'll do it with no shirt on, too. You know, minus 10 and no shirt. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. So. You, said, uh, you said four deserts. You are also a snowshoe racer. I'm going to ask you, hot or cold? Cold. Cold. Okay. Yep. I think I, um, I, think I thrive better in the, the colder climates. Um, maybe it's because of where I grew up and where, where we live and all that stuff. But, um, I just think that it's a different type of self-sufficiency and kind of, uh, grit and mentality you have to have in, in cold climates yeah. to, to do yeah. well. I agree. I can't do and that. And a lot more clothing. <laughs> yep. Like the washing basket in the winter is very full of kit. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a coach? No coach. Coachless. All right. Yeah, I've had I've had a lot of people um, suggest that I should pick up a coach. Maybe I do um, at some point. Um, but yeah, I've pretty much have been kind of I've had definitely people in my life that have given me really good advice and kind of been mentors. But I haven't had a official coach really ever minus like school. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cole, do you cross train? Um, a little bit. I, I used to not at all. I mean, my, my ultra running in my early twenties, never, um, you know, cross training was going down to the local, like uh, pub or like brewery and stuff and just sure. loading up on, Bicep up on some great training, beer, you know? <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, just good, good training. But yeah, I mean, um, you know, I do kind of the standard push up, sit up routine. Um, nothing, nothing crazy. I, I, again, I'd like to do more, more cross training, probably, you know, as I get older, I might get forced into it. But yeah, it kind of becomes we'll it becomes more important, I think, as you kind of get into your late thirties and forties. You just shit starts to break down. Unfortunately, it's, just, it's just, there's no way around it. So that's uh, yeah, you'll you'll well, yeah. get there. I mean, when you get to my age, you do a couple of laps with a Zimmer frame, you know, with a what? Zimmer frame, a walking frame. You never heard of one? No, no. It's what's like that? when you're a little unstable, you kind of shift this thing oh, along. It's yeah. made of metal. A, a, wa a walker. What do you call it? <laughs> a walker. A, a Zimmer frame. Yeah, we call it a Zimmer frame in uh, back in the old country. Is that named after uh, Don Zimmer, the former Yankees first base coach? No, Hans Zimmer, the guy that made all the best movies in the world. Ah, what did Hans Zimmer make? Uh, like Knight Rider movie and... Uh... Knight Rider was a TV show. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. I don't know. He made some good movies. Anyway, it's some other kind <laughs> of Zimmer. He sounds great. He really he sounds I, I great. I used to think you were a doctor. Now, I, I'm, I'm actually, next time I see you, I want to see your qualifications. Bring out your paperwork. <laughs> uh, okay. What is that? That's uh, that's six. That means you're up, Phil. Question seven. 
Okay, um, I'm going to go straight in one of the favorites. What is your favorite beer? It's it's an Omi Gang. It's not the one that I brought to the show, but uh, Three Philosophers. Very oh, high alcohol. Nice. That thing is like... Uh, is that a Belgian I mean, triple It's a triple, or yeah. It's oh, a Belgian yeah. triple. Yeah. It's, it's dark. It's rich. Uh, that's a Love good that. beer. That's a yeah. good beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah rocks drink, in like 12% it. or something. Yeah, 10%. you drink three of the, you drink three of those and you're uh, you're hallucinating. You're you drink lost three, the woods, you know. No, the last time I drank three of those, I woke up with three philosophers. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> uh, when you get to be our right, age, good choice. Well, you drink one of those and you go to sleep. Okay, I'm up. What is your go-to aid station food? Awkward silence. What am I gonna pick? <laughs> so well, many good foods. I, I have to go with Black Forest gummy bears, duh, or gummy bears. <laughs> Even if I can't chew them properly, I, I don't care. Like, <laughs> just, just suck on I'll, them and I'll let them dissolve. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um, what's your taper strategy the week before a race? Um, what I usually try to do is like whatever my like lowest mileage week is traditionally. So like say it's a 70 mile week. Um, if I'm saying doing a 50 mile race, I'll run 20, 20 miles in that week. Yeah. And then and then the race is 50 miles so I'm up up to the my normal level. Yeah. of volume. That's that's what I've been doing ever since 2012. So yep. if it's 197 miles, well, shoot, I'm not running at all. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm just I'm that's sleeping. A, that's I'm a sleeping. good strategy. I'm sleeping, I'm chilling, I'm I'm trying to hydrate. Yeah. I might may, might have a couple beers here and there. Yeah. But uh yeah, I I've, I've been doing that for a long time. Nice. Okay. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Man, I don't know if I've really have been to a lot of concerts. I mean, I've been I've been to some like EDM concerts and that kind of stuff, like a Wallapalooza kind of deal. Oh, okay. Uh, but I can't say that I've been to any kind of big time concerts. I know my wife. I mean, she has. She's been to Garth Brooks, which she's a big Garth Brooks fan. Nice. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not a concert going kind of guy. Yeah, that's cool. I like I, I like to be oh. Jay. I like to be. I just I don't know. I'm too busy running. I guess. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. Okay, so what's the toughest race you've ever run? Oh man, um, I mean, I think running New Jersey was probably one was probably the toughest type of running thing that I have ever done. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I would say maybe maybe something like Eastern States. I mean, I got to. Um, I forget how far, like 68 miles or something like that. And I messed up my back. Mm -hmm. And I remember at hanging out at the aid station and I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to get myself 30 some odd miles up and down these Pennsylvania rock hills. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, not going to happen. And there's, and there's rattlesnakes. No. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was like, yeah, snakes like, are a game changer. Yeah. So I would say, I would say that race is, is probably the hardest thing that I've attempted. And then running New Jersey by far was the hardest thing I've ever, ever done. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cole, what motivates you when things start to suck? Um, you know, I just, I just try to think about being as positive as I can. I mean, um, you know, I think each one of us, like we deal with adversity and, and struggles and, and difficulties and those things, a lot of times they, they happen behind the scenes, right? They're not happening in the public eye. Right. And, um, you know, I do have a really incredible support network. So I really 
pull on just the love and support of people that have taken chances on me in my life. Um, you know, in many ways, like even some of my brand partners, like they're, I look at them as real partners and, you know, part of, part of the family in many ways. And, uh, you know, I just, I just think of that, that support network. That's what helps get me through really. Nice. Phil, who is your all time favorite runner? Yeah. The Sandman from South Africa, Ryan Sands. Oh, nice. nice. That's a cool answer. What what appeals to you? What a, I, I had, I'm too drunk to phrase that question. What about him? You had like half a beer. Appeals to you. <laughs> well, he's don't a be guy ashamed. That... Don't be ashamed, me. <laughs> Sorry, that was actually pretty bad. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's drink it's, some diet coke, sober up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Ryan Sands. He's a guy that like. Um, Pretty much, he got into running because it was it was a bad. I knew night. you'd have one there. <laughs> so he wasn't drinking diet coke; he was no. drinking regular coke. But <laughs> uh, with with that aside, like he, uh, you know, he was hanging out with his buddies at a pub. He, you know, they were they challenged him to run a marathon. He ran a marathon. I think he ran it in like four hours or something like that, and he was hooked, right? And then like a year from then, he signs up for the Four Deserts. Like I think he does like the Gobi March or whatever. Wins every stage. Wins the whole thing. And then the rest was history. So, like, as I was getting into trail running in 2012, like, he was this guy that was, like, an average dude that just kind of bursted onto the scene. And that's reading about him and watching some of the videos that were published um, about that, about his kind of run through the Four Deserts series. Because he won every stage. He won the whole, all Four Deserts. He's, like, right. the Four Deserts, like, master champion, wow. right? Um, and that really inspired me. I, after that, I was like, I'm hooked. This guy's awesome. And then, you know, he's gone on tons of cool adventures. He's run in the Himalayans and like, yeah, you know, I mean, he's done all, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I thought it was impressive that I think like during the, the COVID lockdown in South Africa, he ran around his house or something. Did he do a hundred miles around his house or yeah, something? Yeah, he did a hundred miles or, around I mean, his house. Seriously yeah. impressive. And also cool. seriously nice house, by the way. Yes. yes, that's um, what I was gonna say. I'm like, he's got a nice like these yeah. like the house the house is in South Africa. I'm like, come yeah. on, man. He's living it looked like life. it was in like the hills of LA or something. I mean, it looked really nice. <laughs> yeah, it was um, pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a, an interesting guy, impressive. Yeah. Cool. Cole, what is your post do you have a post run ritual or a post race ritual that you like to stick to? Um, if I can, I like to go to a brewery post post run and race. Usually oh, yeah. what happens is you know, we finish and then it's kind of like, you know, me and the support crew, we're hungry, right? And we want to kind of celebrate the whole experience. So that's usually where we leave and go and try to find some local place that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it's usually like a winery or brewery or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. That usually ends with me, like with my head down on the table sleeping while everyone else is having a good time. That's great. <laughs> Diet Coke in one hand, yeah, exactly. un beer. untouched beer in the <laughs> that's other. Exactly. Fast right. asleep. <laughs> It's not. Um, it's not a diet coke after the race. It's a. It's a, a fully fully leaded coke. <laughs> All that sugar. Okay. Um, would you rather fight one horse sized duck or ten duck sized horses? Yeah, he had his answer teed up for this one. Oh yeah, I love this question. Um, <laughs> nice. This is a good so, one. I I hate when everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna pick the. Uh, well, I don't hate it, but I I disagree matter of opinion when people <laughs> talk about the the uh, the uh, duck-sized horses yeah because like m my wife's family like they live in a farm and they have lots of horses and those things are fast 
And if, if they know that you're going to feed them food, they will chase you like to the earth's end. Right. <laughs> so like I have to go with, I think I like ducks personally. Like when I fed ducks, like I yeah. feel like they're like real nice and stuff. So I would go with a horse sized duck. Nice. And nice. you would just hope because, to feed it into submission. Yeah. I mean, uh, he'd, he'd probably become my best buddy or something, you know, I feel, <laughs> I feel like, good. I feel like the little, the little, uh, the little uh, duck horses or whatever, like they would just keep chasing after you and, and you never give up. You'd, you'd yeah. die of a heart attack, you know? <laughs> well, Jay, Jay had a bit of a situation one night in the ER. He had a guy who uh, came in who'd eaten uh, 10 small plastic horses. He was high on mushrooms and uh, it was a bit of a mess. And it, eventually Jay sorted him out and the wife said to him, how's my husband doing? And Jay said, he's stable. <laughs> well, horses. Well crafted. Well crafted. Okay. Anyway, very, it's very uh, well your question now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep drinking that diet coke. Come on. Phil, Phil with oh, his finally balls, hit, man. <laughs> Phil, hey, Phil. Do you know that show, Big Brother? Unfortunately, I have watched it a couple of times back in my day. I haven't watched it for years. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get you on the show. That's what we need to do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. The U.S. version, though, right? Yeah, U.S. version. Mm. Cole, if if you I were mean, an, if you were animated, what cartoon character would you be? Cartoon character. Um, I mean, going with the ducks. I mean, I feel like I. Well, actually, no. I take I take that back. Um, so I feel like my life, like you know, the Goofy movie. I mean, I know who Goofy is. Yeah, like I feel like my dad's kind of like the Goofy, and I'm kind of like Max, who's like his son. Oh yeah, and I like, know I'm, Max. I'm sure. kind of. I'm kind of goofy, but like I don't want to admit that I'm goofy. <laughs> you know, so I feel like I feel like that's actually like my real character. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, what is your worst DNF or epic race failure? Well, I would say, what was it like two or three years of Cayuga Trails in a row? Right. Yeah, you were like snaking it hard that there for a little while. There was, there was one where Ben Nephew was pushing me up one of the climbs and stuff because my vision just blanked out completely. And I'm like, oh, I can't see. And, like, um, I, need, I needed a lot of salt, I, I think. Then I had mm -hmm. one where, like, everything was coming out of both ends. <laughs> no, and then I, I had remember another that one. one. Where, and then I have another one where I don't know what happened. Like, I was feeling really good, and then my body just was, like, not having it, and I just tanked. So, mm -hmm. yeah, how you get trails. Okay, so good trails. I it'll, 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 dumb thing, you know? It's a beautiful course, but it'll tear you apart. It will. Yeah. What celebrity do you wish would follow you on Instagram? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, <laughs> nice. He's going to be president eventually, I think, right? Probably. I mean, the last, hey, we'd probably be... the last celebrity worked out so well, so. <laughs> well, with, well, with him, I think we'd be worked a lot out fitter, right? We'd but... be fitter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you're up. <laughs> uh, okay, last question, I think, right? Unless I've made an error. Uh, no, second is, to what, last. Second to last. Yeah, second to last, yeah. Um, okay, I'm. What uh, if you could play a musical instrument, or do you play a musical instrument? Um, sorry, what musical instrument <laughs> would you play if you could play a musical instrument, or do you play a musical instrument? Um, I mean, I and did. Wish you could play something different. I started playing clarinet, but then I switched in sixth grade to the French horn. So, gotta say the French horn, man. Anytime you go on, watch a movie and stuff, and they have like the introductions and stuff, French horns are like tooting the horn like nobody's business. Do you, right. still, do you still play? 
Um, I can. I, I don't yeah. anymore. Yeah, but, but you uh, could. If if I handed you a French horn, you could play a scale or something. Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I could figure it out. It might give me fifteen minutes. And I'm sure I could probably come up with something. Nice. All right. Final question: What changes do you see coming in ultra running over the next five years? I love this question because I feel like some of the other podcasts have kind of touched upon at least kind of my, I guess one of my personal quests in all this too, which I think after athletes like Jim Walmsley has beaten every course record and just about every kind of race, like what's next, right? Like I feel like 200 mile events are becoming more popular and we're looking to push the limits of human endurance. Right. And what I've discovered is that there's so many different events out there. These Arctic events are like the Iditarod trail where, you know, 350 miles, yeah. right? Um, the record's like four days. Um, and then there's a thousand mile, the whole, the whole Iditarod trail, like right. virtually like Balto going across the whole, uh, you know, Canadian or Alaskan Arctic. Um, so I see athletes that have speed, endurance, and just grit and will um, transitioning into those types of events. You know, maybe a guy like a Jim Wamsley, Patrick Reagan, like, um, you know, maybe a Camille Heron, who knows, like just showing up and doing these events that, um, you know, are just going to be crazy. These are like survivalist types of events. Um, so that's where I see the sport going. I, 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 I want to be a part of that kind of wave of athletes kind of really pushing, pushing yeah. boundaries beyond what we ever thought was possible. You're trolling me with the Camille answer, but that's, that's pretty awesome. Maybe uh, you might run around a block in uh, in Queens, New York, for forty yeah, or fifty month. days, whatever it is. <laughs> the, what's it? The tran, tran, transcend uh, self tran, uh, self transcendence. The yeah, thirty one hundred miles, right? Yeah, thirty one hundred. Yep, that's insane. Yeah, I don't know if I don't I don't know if I'm there yet. Um, Give I, it a I few wanna, years. <laughs> I want to explore the Arctic. I want to explore some of those cool desert environments and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to start there. And Tennessee. And, then, and, and and Tennessee, and then we'll work our way up. <laughs> work your way up to Queens. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they have good pizza. Come on, <laughs> running around, running around the block in Queens. I love it. Yeah. Cole, cool. thanks so much for coming on. This was really fun. Dude, that was oh, thank awesome. You thank you. Uh, we'll have you up in, if it happens, hopefully, usually in May, the new Paul to Pizza Challenge. This will be year six or seven. We'll have you up uh, to see what that's all about. You're going to really enjoy it. Yeah, and it, once you tell him what the prize is, he's going to be here as fast as he can get here. <laughs> well, the question is, is there free pizza? Yeah, well, it's you got to pay an entry fee. It's including fee, but... your entry fee, Yeah, but you know, you can eat as much as you want, basically. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're going to eat more than you want. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's put it that I'm way. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm ready. I love this challenge. I'm putting it on my calendar You'd right love now. It. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks so much, Cole, for joining us. This was really good. Thank you to everybody out there. And until next time in the pain cave, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Broken down and beaten up. The years have been long and tough, but I'm not dead. I'm happy now just to spend some time with friends and have a roof above my head. I'm not jaded, just been faded Like a good old pair of jeans Rusted like a proud old car That's drove a little too far And seen too much rain But long ago as a child I look about the night sky And I wonder, man 
Still young, and I was still.